Welcome to The New Next, a podcast that addresses current events and how they will impact the future. I like the fact that that's the stuff that you're thinking about when we talk about AI and everything and what the regulation type stuff. Um, uh, Probably most people know that there's the whole SAG um, writer strike right now going on and it's also centered around ai um and the lack of regulations right now that are guiding it is what's causing all the problems um or is what's causing the strikes in the first place um and then on a secondary level they're asking for more money for regular actors regular writers um uh, just to kind of give like a thing is so and I think this is important because of the AI crossover. Like you, you've <laughs> done a really thorough job of talking about how AI in, in the field of business. Um, actually, I don't know. Maybe it's not that important. I don't know. I'm, Everything's important. Okay. Well, in that case. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so like the original writer strike that started in May um, was about uh, the movie, the Studios and stuff were have long paid writers per episode of shows specifically, um, and you had to have so much written in a movie to be able to get credit as a writer for the credit, therefore get the minimum amount of money or whatever. Um, which is cool whenever there's 24 shows in a season or 20 shows in a season, and that's the standard across the board. Um, in the mid nineties, HBO started airing shows that were, uh, 10 to 14 episodes, which is 10 episodes less, but they were paying their writers, um, for the season, not necessarily for like per ep- or the per episode was a higher thing than it would have been if you were doing a 20 or 24 episode yeah. thing. Um, well then <laughs> now it's rare to see any writing that is more than I think the longest show I know of is like 12 or 14 episodes and the rate hasn't really gone up any, but they're basically expecting writers to be. And, and the goal was to fill up um, back when everything was not streaming to fill up a full season, a full slate of shows Monday through Sunday. Um, so every little time slot is covered, whether it's by sports, whether it's by news, um, other, factors of that nature so 24 episodes would cover half a year basically um between uh and then you'd have a break right before christmas and then after new year you would start back up the second half of the season well now um it doesn't really matter what streaming platform you're on um they might either release out the whole show all at once um and the most popular one like recently was wednesday last uh, November. Mm. Yeah. Um, the Adams family thing, they released that right before Thanksgiving. Um, and everybody binged those 10 episodes, like pretty much everybody that watched it, watched it within a week of starting the first episode. Um, then you have stuff like Disney plus and HBO max or just max now, um, where they're doing, um, shows like, uh, the house of dragons and or Ahsoka, 
uh, Winning Time, Righteous Gemstones, where these are all weekly releases. But again, there's nothing more than 10 episodes. In mm-hmm. fact, I think Winning Time, they're doing their season finale tonight. And I'm like, but there's only like six episodes this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so the right, so I mean, that's as, that's as a viewer. So if a, <laughs> if a writer is having to now condense down 24 episodes into 10 episodes or six episodes in this case, um, the cost, they're not getting as much money, but they're still doing almost as much work. Um, and it's, uh, that's kind of what started the initial strike. And then, um, the studios just threatened that they would use AI to write scripts based on the scripts that have already been written. So they would scan in, um, like the most recent episode and they would let uh, chat GPT or whatever, write the next show based on that. And, um, and I think we've talked about this more. We probably actually talked about this more than anybody else. That's not in the industry, so to speak. Uh, But the danger of that is the people who expect high standards for, the shows they watch and stuff, um, that's not going to change. But the general person doesn't really care. They just want something on in the background that keeps them entertained enough. And AI can write well enough to keep entertained. Like, I haven't seen, I haven't watched anything since Fast and Furious 3 or Tokyo Drift or whatever. But I have a feeling based on everything I've been told about Fast and Furious movies, (laughs) the most recent one was written by AI because they're superheroes in space. (laughs) (laughs) it's all about family (laughs) you know um and i I do plan on watching it eventually but um they're in space it's fast and the furious yeah the most recent one that was released in like april or may they're in space now how are they able to i don't know i i haven't i haven't (laughs) watched since the three and this is like uh 10 or 11 or something yeah um and uh just that, I mean, just that hearing that alone, it's like, well, that sounds like something AI would sound, you know, um, or just somebody. And then, then you're like, oh, wait, that wasn't AI. <laughs> that was actually human beings that wrote that. Uh-huh. Oh, um, uh, people have gotten on. I mean, it caused a lot of controversy, especially last year about the fact that Chris Pratt um, was the voice of Mario. And they're like, he's not Italian, he's Italian. And then it's like, well, we're not doing an Italian accent for Mario. And that caused a lot of problems. But those are the kinds of things that I think easily translate into an AI type situation of saying like, hey, we don't really care if a Western has anybody that sounds like they're Western. Like they, no cowboy sound like John Wayne, like, well, little lady, we're going down to the beach and we're going to find us a shark. You know, none of that kind of talk or anything. It's might not even have Southern accents. It might everybody be with a New York accent in the South, which is hilarious when it's done as satire, it's done as spoof and stuff like that. But when it's because we don't want to pay people <laughs> um, a living wage to <laughs> do the thing that's creating this, that's when it kind of gets dangerous. How much and, do you think it might be purist though? Because I can, if you're a really talented writer, mm-hmm. then I would think that you would able be able to use AI in a productive way um that so you know joel's company copy ai um 
if you're using that as a writer, then it allows you to basically innovate different themes real quick. And then you're kind of like a integrator more. And then you're able to massage that using your writing skills. Mm-hmm. So copy AI has a theme, you know, you can have brand themes and stuff like that. And I just see, I mean, like I'm, I'm not, I'm a huge old school movie guy, but I just, I don't really get, and even with TV shows, I, I watch like murder. She wrote, you know, like, like that's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. And, so and Lawrence of Arabia so, is like my favorite movie. So I just, I, I just think here, that in recent years it costs so much that the quality has gone perhaps down a little bit. And you'd rather have, in my opinion, the best writers that use the best tools get paid a lot of money to do that than have everybody be broke basically trying to get by essentially yeah i get that to a point um and i think that if that's all it was it would be different but i don't think that's what's going on yeah um no i because of, i agree with you um and also in the same way that you say like it would be a purist uh, that on this one side there's kind of this nostalgic view then coming from the side that, that could be taken with your what, what you said of, oh, well, I like the classics. I like these classic type things. So in one sense, it's um, – and Futurama even made fun of this uh, in their new season um, <laughs> of um, what if um, what if Murder, She Wrote – they just used um, an AI of some sort to continue making episodes. And then with all the other technology and stuff, they can just use Angel Lansbury's um, digital face and stuff, and they can mm-hmm. voice, and they can make it without her giving any permission whatsoever. And it would be cheaper than actually going and hiring somebody to pretend to be a young Angela Lansbury and stuff, yeah. or whatever. Or Angela Lansbury is five hundred years old, but they're still doing murder. She wrote, uh-huh. you know, um, like there's there's something about that that's kind of cool. Like if you're a diehard Murder She Wrote fan. Um, that works, but the quality is just as bad on the other side. Um, I mean, if, if, and, and I'm not, I'm not saying there's a right way or a wrong way. Cause I think that, that that's one of the things that we get trapped in or can get trapped in is, um, like if I don't like murder, she wrote as much then I kind of want that re- that if they're going to reboot it to have fresh writers and stuff, but if you would like to learn more about the New Next Podcast, find us at thenewnextpodcast.com, where you can suggest a topic you would like for us to cover. If you enjoyed what you heard, share the podcast, tell a friend about it, or rate us with five stars. 